And so I also wanted to um, welcome you on uh, tonight for um, tonight's uh, uh, podcast recording, uh, Dr. Ricky Walters. So uh, thank you so much for agreeing to be on a Can I Go Speak podcast on tonight. We are surely delighted to be a part. Uh, and uh, thank you for even encouraging me to do this. I had, uh, you know, as a as a licensed psychotherapist, I often try to refrain from being public now as much as I possibly can because I'm often trying to ensure that what I say is filtered, uh, uh, seriously filtered, so, so that I don't uh, uh, you know, give out wrong information and I like to plan and prepare and have some sense of where I am with stuff. And so okay. uh, thank you again for um, even suggesting it and encouraging me to do and, and, and uh, uh, Dr. Walker, what I what I had called you about on um, the other day is um, I, I talked to you about um, you know the, my last uh, guest on my uh, on my podcast, and um, we talked about you know, just what we're going through with the, the COVID nineteen crisis, and um, yeah. what she, and what she what she had said on the podcast, and was that um, we went through the initial shock of okay, we have this. This, this virus out. Everybody was scattering around, going to the stores, and you know, getting all the stuff that they need. And then she said, then after, after we kind of settled down, it'll be more of okay. This, we've got another initial shot, and so now we're our shelter in place, and so now all these different emotions are going to be kicking in um, with with this with this you know the situation with this virus. And so what I wanted to do, I wanted to have a discussion about, you know, what we're going to be experiencing with this, you know, this crisis, you know, the shelter in place, us, us being stuck at home, you know, life, life being just different. So share with, share with, you know, share with the listening audience and those out, you know, that are listening in on um, your, over on, on Facebook, you know, what... What we what, what we're going to experience because I was going to experience different levels of different type of feelings. Okay, uh, sure. Uh, well, well, first of all, let me see if everybody can hear you and understand your questions to me. So, if somebody would just kind of say that they can't hear the phone, or they can't hear the phone. So, I know what to do with that. Uh, I can try to make some adjustments or something. I can hear it. Um, Okay, good, good, okay. Um, first of all, one of the things we all gonna have to do is understand that we need to admit that we're vulnerable, and that's okay to be vulnerable in situations like this. Nobody knows what to do, and so um, we, are, we are really, really throwing uh, uh, ourselves in a quagmire when we're trying to give everybody suggestions of what they need to do when nobody knows what to do. And so when we're in times like these, we need to just let people process it the way they process it. Then you process it the way you process it. And it all has a way of balancing out in the end, but you can't really tell another person how to feel in this moment. Uh, and so we have to refrain from that uh, and not try to give people... Um, you know, advice on what to feel and how to feel it and how to process it. Uh, they will go through their own processes through this. 
So that's the first thing I think we need to do is just take a step back and, and realize people are their own people, you know, and, and everybody will experience this in a different way. So how do you so how do you stop from worrying? How do you not worry? Well, you can't stop from worrying. Okay, worrying is a natural response to this. I mean, there is there's always mental consequences for global pandemics. That's one thing you have to understand. Uh, whenever there's a global pandemic, there is always a mental consequence, and I think sometimes we try to avoid that. But if we're all honest. We're experiencing varying, le- varying levels of stress and worry and anxiety associated with it. So do I. I mean, I, when I walk into the store, I'm wondering who, you know, who's a, a carrier of this this um, this uh, disease. And they could be atypical. They may not are uh, asymptomatic, not producing any symptoms. So I think we all have a sense of. Of, of normal worry when we don't know. Worry is all about what you don't know. Uh, worrying is all about um, things that happens. You know, that's the worry. The reality is that uh, we have, we're faced with something that could kill us, okay? Mm-hmm. Or that can take out someone we love. This mm-hmm. is very serious. This is not a joke, and it's not funny, and it's not something that we can take lightly. So, but, but, but worrying is a part of our function. It's an important function of our lives because um, worrying helps us to, um, it, it, it stimulates our brain to make choices. It, it, it forces our brain to, to make decisions and handle problems in order to keep us safe. So without some sense of worrying, we don't think. So, and if you get stuck in thinking, that's the problem we have with excess worry. People get stuck in the thought process, okay? And uh, that thought process, which is a natural response to anything like we're facing right now, uh, there's a a lady named uh, uh, Dr. Melanie Greensburg. She's a clinical psychologist uh, in California. And she wrote a book book called... uh, Stress-proof brain, the stress-proof brain, and uh, and in that she talks about simply the fact that worrying really has to do with our mind, not being nothing else. It has no control over anything else but our mind, and you have a mind, and for you to stop that mind from moving would be uh, you would be abnormal. You would not be a normal person. So. We worry about things that we have no control over. That's what's called us to. That's why we worry, because we lose all sense of control. And, uh, and so uh, in excessive worry, which is, uh, which is even mentioned biblically, that uh, we can't add anything to our lives by worry. So in worrying, it's simply excessive worrying is really a repetitive thought or obsessive thought of something. And that, in, but good worry um, is important because, again, it forces us to make decisions to to protect our safety and the integrity of our uh, of ourselves and those that we love. And so, um, for instance, if you if you have to pay your rent and you're worried about paying your rent, uh, the the proper uh, the most 
appropriate way is you begin to put in action. Time on the side just to alleviate the worry. Okay? And so um, it's a step-by-step process. And we're going to worry. And so for people not but to think people won't worry, that's, that's, that's not even possible. We, we are made to have a mind to think. Okay? So we're going we're gonna to think about things. And we're going to worry about things that 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 uh, that um, could uh, take you know harm or harm or hurt us or hurt our children, hurt our family. We worry about that. Yeah. So I think we need to be okay with worrying and not letting it overwhelm us. And again, again, remember everybody is going to be different. Uh, one yeah. person handles worry will be a, uh, or, or handle this particular dilemma. Let's not just say worry, but this particular dilemma, this particular situation, we have never faced as a nation. Yeah. So um, yeah. So um, let's talk about stress. Um, we we've had some we've had some. Huh? Before we move from worry, let me say this about words. Before we move away from it. Um, being okay with telling your children that we're all afraid and scared is okay. It's okay. This is where our children learn about the vulnerabilities that we all face in life. You know, scientists have, you know, discovered all kinds of, um, of ways of handling uh, different situations and curing certain diseases, but it would never have happened if we hadn't had something to face. Or, you know, research is done because we're faced with something. Uh, there are diseases that we have no cures for today. Um, and in some areas of our world, they are severely impacted by that. And so I just think we have become very, very spoiled in our country because a lot of things we've never had to face. And so this, this, we are resilient people, and this really helps in our resolve to, to, to create uh, ways of dealing with things. And so I, I say worry is healthy as long as it, it, it leads to change. So, so now that we talk about worry, then, you know, we talk, we're going to talk. Let me give you some helpful hints when I deal with worry. Okay, this is how I deal with worry. Now, first of all, I fast away from news on my way to work. I take me an hour to get to work. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to any news on the way to work, on the way from work. I listen to music. I have created these different uh, stations that I've learned how to like: bluegrass, uh, uh, water, uh, water um, color. Uh, jazz, uh, the blues, the uh, Saint, uh, Frank Sinatra station, the gospel station. So I just slip through all of those. I don't want to go into a place where I all this stuff is inundating my mind. Yeah. So I use it. So what I encourage people to do is create what I call a worry budget. Okay? A worry budget says I am going to only give this much time to this issue. Okay? And you... Put it in a word, and then you set a, set your alarm on your clock or set your alarm on your watch, and when that is over, that's it for right now, okay? And that's how you have to live that. 
Okay. Then another thing you can do too is uh, if you're worried about something, create a plan for next steps. Okay. So what do I do for next steps? I I'm worried about getting this coronavirus or somebody been exposed in our family. So what do we do? We talk. We talk about safety. We talk about what is expected of us. We talk about healthy choices. How to, you know, those are important. So just like anything, you, you begin to make plans of how to deal with that worry. So we're working from home. So we, our schedules have changed. So how are we going to do that? We're going we're gonna to establish a routine so the kids will know you're expected to get up at 7 o'clock. You expect, see, because we are people of routine. Children yeah. work better with structure. Yeah. With their work, there is no structure. They don't do well with that. They'll spend all their time on social media and what have you. That's the same thing with adults. Okay, so you got to create a next step plan when you're worried about something. Okay, and another thing you can do. I, I love this part. I, I encourage this. Is write. Uh, research says that if you're worried about something and you take eight to ten minutes to write it down, that that serves as a uh, what we say catharsis. It's, it's cathartic for you, for you to write it down, to release it, and focus it in one place. So I didn't want to just talk about what it is. I want to give you some ideas and some helpful hints to okay. help yourself. Fast from the news. If you know what you're going to get every day at 5 o'clock. Yeah. You're going to get a press conference where people are going to get on there and they'll give you a whole bunch of bad news. Yeah. And we cannot uh, when you're over inundated with bad news, it affects your life. Well, you can't, I mean, it really does. I have to be careful with that because I'll go to sleep with that stuff on my mind. Uh, you know, I, it'll, it'll disturb my rest. So that's what you got to do. Create a budget. I mean, give yourself a worry budget. Put yourself on a budget. Okay, so what about stress? You know, that, that worrying and then, then you have stress that, it's added to worry. So, so what is stress? Let's talk about what stress is first. Now, stress is different than worry. Stress is a physiological response, okay? It's something that happens in your body connected to some external event, like what we're faced with right now, okay? So you will, I mean, the cycle of stress always starts with a stress burden. You have to have something that causes that stress. And um, and that circumstance, the circumstance we're in, that's a stressor. Or a work deadline, or a test uh, deadline. All those things are stressors. And stress is defined by the reaction we have in the environmental, in, a, in the environment we have. So it forces change. Uh, and, it, and it comes... And what stress is, is we are, we are it, it exceeds our ability, or stress goes beyond our individually, individual ability to, to resolve or to cope. That's when stress kicks in. And so where do you find it? You find it in your heart rate. You find it in your blood pressure going up. You find it in, in your, 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 uh, your hands being clammy, and, uh, and you, you find it in, you know, you, um, it's... Stress, you know, let me give you an example. Uh, back in historic, prehistoric days, um, if you heard something in the bush, okay, 
you knew or you probably associated with it being a predator or something that could devour you. So your behavior response would be to get on offense or to be to prepare to, to defend yourself. Okay. That's what happens with our brain, okay, in our system. It's a defense mechanism. All the 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 lymphatic systems, it, it's, a, it's a rush of adrenaline and cortisol. And these are things that our body uses. And, uh, and so when you're under stress, there is this release of this stuff, okay? And it, it affects you. I mean, it makes you like you are hyper. It makes you, um, this is rapid response, but it's, it's responding to an external stressor. Uh, unlike what we're going through right now, we're not afraid of some uh, animal jumping out of something to devour us. We're afraid of the stressors, of financial stressors. Uh, what are we going to do with our kids? Will our kids lose their their opportunities to graduate? How will they be impacted by not going to their prom? How are their lives going to be affected by having to shelter uh, uh, at home? So all of these things is what is trying to devour us. And we are responding like it would be in the prehistoric days of something in, in the book, in the brushes. Okay. And so, but it affects a lot. It affects our digestive system. It affects our, uh, 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 it, it impacts us. It causes heart diseases, high blood pressure. There is a lot of immune, weak, uh, weakened immune system. Stress can cause a lot of things to happen. And so we've got to stop a minute and realize that the stressors that are outside of us, take note real quick of your, you know you better than anybody. Okay, you know when your heart is racing. You know when you're, you know you. So when you feel that 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 response coming on, you got to say, okay, what am I stressed out about? Hold on, okay. So that's what that's about. Now let me give you some helpful hints about how to resolve that. Okay, <laughs> not to resolve it, but let me give you some helpful information. Okay, first thing, you know, the other day I was going. I mean, yesterday I was going to visit the gentleman who lost his brother. And uh, I noticed a lot of people were out walking. I mean, families were walking, people on bicycles walking. There were people, they were all over the neighborhood. And I said, good, good, because stress balances when you are at it. The cortisol, the, the cortisol and the, uh, the adrenaline, when it falls down or when it depletes, okay, your body feels like it's trained. It feels like I've been running, okay? And so for your body to recover, you have to do something to help your body recover. So if you're, ex if you're running, they tell you don't abruptly stop running, okay? You see a person who's on the track and he runs, he doesn't just stop running. He, keep, he keeps walking around. He keeps mm -hmm. walking because he, he has to get his sense of bearing about himself, okay? And so that's what stress is. Stress, and we talk about stress relievers. There are a lot of things that will help you relieve stress. The first thing you got to understand is uh, you're not in control, and that is what causes us to have stress. We're not in control. Uh, we can't dictate the outcome. Okay, and so and never compare what you're going through with somebody else's stress because it's going to be different. But stress 
you will find it in a physiological response. So you'll see it show up in your body. Okay? Worry is in your mind. Stress will be in your body. Okay? Yes. So, and we can stress out about a lot of things. But identify that stressor and then develop your plan. Now, that serenity prayer, again, there are things that we cannot control, and we've got to be okay with that. I can't control the fact that the kids are out of school. Yeah. Neither can you. Okay? I can't control that we have to delay the graduation. But what can I control to make sure my child has a well-balanced meal every day? That my child has a really good schedule every day? That, that my child feels safe? Okay? Those I can do. That, that they get their homework done, that they don't get behind. Those things are in your control. Mm -hmm. Did you get that? Yeah. Okay. So we have to play our part with alleviating the stress. And then you will see it in your physiological responses. All right? Yeah. Any questions on that? No, no questions. Okay. All right. Okay, so what... So uh, so, what about an anxiety? Okay. Now, the reason why I separate all these out because I truly believe that they are that they are different in their their uh, their symptoms. They're different. They're different in how they present, and uh, they're also different in how we deal with them. What is anxiety? I guess I should tell you that first, right? Yes. Explain what anxiety is. Yes. I okay. Agree. So, what is anxiety? Okay. So. To understand what anxiety is, we got to first look at, okay? Anxiety, to me, is a accumulation of both what we're thinking, which is worrying, and what we're feeling, and that's in our physical response, okay? So anxiety is a combination of both. So I'm thinking all this bad stuff, okay? And I'm stressed out about a bunch of bad stuff. And both of them together is what causes us to have anxiety, okay? Now, let me explain to you the natural response to this threat is for us to feel helpless, okay? So people go out and start buying what we call panic buying, mm -hmm. okay? It's a psychological uh, impact on people's behavior. So they buy up all the tissue, okay? Or they buy up all the water because that is the natural response to, to, to survival. Okay, so it's their thought. Their thought process is, oh, if I don't, if I don't hoard it, then there's gonna be a day where I'll hoard it. Then what are we gonna do? They do not take into consideration, if you notice, all the other people. Yeah. They lose all sense of other folks needing tissue or water, and they kick into the survival mode. We call that the fight, flight, or freeze. Mm. Okay? And so, fight, flight, or freeze. And it's normally this alarm that goes off in us. It's an alarm. Uh that I'm at risk. I'm at risk of, of losing my safety. I'm at risk of dying. 
So it's a state that we go into. We're going to either fight back or we're going to run or we're going to freeze like a deer in the headlight. And that is a natural response to that. Okay? Now, there are two kinds, though, of, of, of anxiety. There is acute anxiety, and that is something that, is, that doesn't stay there. It, 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 it alleviates when that situation goes away. Okay, so right now people are worried about money. Oh, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not able to go to work, and so when will I get my first check? Now, when that first check comes, there's going to be this sense of relief. Okay, that is an acute stress because it's not chronic; it's not over time. It alleviates when that problem goes away. Acute stress, or when we have a chronic. Anxiety, chronic anxiety, is something that affects us over a long period of time. And you, your thought pattern is, is uh, in your thought pattern is always in this dark or this dark, or this dark place. Okay, your body always is responding to all of the stressors on the outside, and so that chronic anxiety actually affects you over a long period of time and cause a lot of medical this kind of like chronic stress too. It causes a lot of medical issues. It is and it is and it is very dangerous. See, because you can have anxiety and you don't have a reason to. It's a false sense of alarm. It's a false alarm that something is going wrong and uh you begin your body will begin to line up with that. For instance, let me give you an example. So you walk into your job, and the boss looks at you with this weird look. Hadn't said anything. So you go back to your cubicle, and you get fixated on, mm-hmm. he's mad at me, what did I do wrong, am I getting ready to get fired? And all of a sudden, your body begins to respond to that. You get to start getting a headache, you start feeling flustered and and, and so you start getting responses to that. And it could be something totally different while he walked out of that room. It could have been that his stomach was hurting. Okay? So it's a false sense of alarm. You don't have to even be thinking for that anxiety to kick in. That's chronic. So what do I do to handle that? Okay? Three things. I, I'm, I'm, I'm big on eating right and, and, nurt- and, and nutrition. So the first thing you got to do is get off a lot of sugar and mm-hmm. alcohol and caffeine. Back off of that. And because those actually are stimulants. Those are stimulants. And for somebody with ADHD like me, that would calm me down. But a person who don't have those disorders, that would speed them up. Okay? So... <laughs> For real, you have to learn how to eat right, get plenty of rest, because that helps you to deal with the, the anxiety. Okay, um, and one good thing, and this is this is a really good one too. Um, when you are when you realize that your thoughts are running away with you, okay, you need to to wiggle your toes, your fingers, your hands. Bring yourself back to reality. I'm not dying. It feels like you are, though. It feels like you're having a heart attack. It feels like your body is shutting down. So start trying to feel something physical in your, on you, 
rub something, touch your spouse, do something to bring yourself back to a fear, okay? Yeah. And refocus that and calm yourself. Give yourself a break, okay? And a, a calm break. And that's, you need to go play music, go do something different. Don't just start, you, when you when you give yourself a calm break, you got to change the behavior with it, okay? You got to change the behavior with it. So make sure what you're thinking will line up with how you're acting, okay? And can I? I want, I want I want them to take away with take this away from tonight. Worry happens in the mind. Stress happens in the body. Anxiety happens in both the mind and the body. Huh. And small doses of worry and. Um, uh, and anxiety and stress, those are normal things. But when the floodgates open and it's too much worry, too much stress, too much anxiety, you fall into a place where your body and your mind doesn't allow you to regulate. So you got to learn how to self-regulate yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay? Um, no matter what your political affiliation is and... No matter what you, what your religious affiliation, none of that stuff matters. No matter what gender you are, you are human, okay. And the thing is, is what you're experiencing. If you're going through any of these things, millions of people deal with it every day, and so can you, okay. And so find active coping modules or something that can help you cope. There are apps that you can download on your phone that can help you, okay? There are uh, 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 diary cards where you can kind of chart your, when you're feeling anxious and what, what, was, what, was, a, what was the antecedent or what triggered it and how long it was there and what you did that worked for you. So you got to be your own mental health professional in these types of ways. You know, I do tele, telehealth. So I see people on this platform. It's a secure platform. It's confidential. Nobody can come and ever meet that person. But I spend a lot of time telling, teaching people skills to go and use. So I won't see them for six or seven days. But I hope what I told them they were practiced outside of session. So they become their best professional when it government in regards to mental health, because you know yourself better than anybody. Yeah. Okay. And so I, I, I'm glad we had this conversation because I think it's necessary and needed. Uh, but I hope people take it out. But this, this, my actual camera has been switching back and forth from rear camera to front camera, so I know this is confusing to people. But again, all I did a lot of the changes in our control. Dr. Walters, I just, Dr. Dr. Walters, I just want I just want our, those that are listening, um, either either be it in our local community or those outside of our community. Um, you know, my whole you know, my whole reason behind this discussion is that I mm -hmm. want people to I want people to know that we're all in this together and we all okay. you know, have like you said, we all have some form of, you know, worry, some form of stress, some form of anxiety. Mm -hmm. So we just need to be able to know, to recognize those, you know, 
those, you know, worry, stress, anxiety, recognize those and be able to know how to deal with it. You know, and so if you can... Yeah, you, you mentioned some um, you mentioned some things that we can do to deal with you know that. So what else what else can what 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 else can you recommend that people can reach out to just in case they need to talk to somebody or you know what what else what other resources can you tell us? Other resources use each other, right? Text each other. We we're good at texting. We're good at social media. Yeah, and you can share with your friends and people that are your friends and say, you know, you know, I'm very, I'm feeling so much anxiety over this. Those people can tell you that because we got to be honest with each other. We got to be transparent. Yes. Truth does not hurt us. Okay, yes. truth help us. But if you're hiding from it and concealing it, that doesn't help anybody. Matter of fact, it 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 causes you to be harmed because then you're dealing all this stuff up in you and all of a sudden it explodes into this big mega, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, explosion. And then you are regretful that you said things that you said or did things that you did. And so the best way of dealing with that is just not be judgmental. I understand that everybody will process this thing differently and it is okay. I am okay with some the way someone else will process this, okay? And I need to be okay to be open when people talk to me to be just listen. Don't yeah. try to tell them what to do with it. Just listen and be okay with just letting them, you know, go through the process it's the way they want to process or they have to process. Because we all come from different experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, we've been taught how to deal, you know, with our family and you know, how they deal with pressure and stress and anxiety. We bring that into our lives and our adult life. So we're teaching our children. That's the key thing. You're modeling in front of your children right now what to do with this stuff. Okay? And if they see you falling apart and being agitated or frustrated and, and, and overcompensating in one way and undercompensating in another, we're teaching them this is how you do it. Yes. It's, it's, it's COVID-19 today, but what will it be tomorrow? Yeah. We don't know. So I think we need to just take a chill pill and step back. If you know how to pray, pray. If you know how to do things, I mean, let's just, you know, we don't, it's not necessary to, to, um, to be judgmental in this matter. Yeah. Man, we can't judge those in leadership because they don't know what to do either. They never had to face this. Yes. They don't know what to do. We're putting all of our trust in them. Are you really serious? And this They're whole COVID, and this whole COVID nineteen is affecting it's gonna it's the affecting everybody. The whole world. It's a global pandemic. That's it's right. The whole world. So nobody That's is right. it, nobody is exempt. Nobody's exempt right. to what's taking place. And so that's why That's it's right. so important. That, like you said, we need to reach out to each other and um, you yeah. know, be a, be a, be a shoulder, be somebody, you know, be yeah. an ear for somebody, and just be just be available, you know. And so, this is what our scientists. Let's not be over religious in this matter, yes. okay? Yes. we got we we're talking about safety. We're talking yes. about protecting your family, and and you don't want to carry or take anything home to your family. You don't want to think if you don't want anybody. You don't want to give something to somebody else to take on their family. That's why I stopped doing face to face therapy. I do telemedicine for all of my 
client, I will not meet with them face to face because I don't know who they've been exposed to. They can tell me a whole other thing. But I have to protect my wife, my yeah. daughter, my kids, my grandkids who come around. And we got to think. This yeah. is something none of us have ever faced before. So take your spiritual hat off. And you can prophesy later. Yeah. Right now we need to be protective. And and God gives us sense. He gives us the ability to reason. And since scientists can give us an answer, we gotta be we gotta think. Okay? Let's think. And uh, uh and it's okay because we're not gonna go to hell today because we have to shelter and and, and <laughs> So so Dr. Walters, can you Dr. Walters, can you give um can you give the uh, listen audience uh, for Canada Girl Speaks podcast and maybe also your Facebook um audience um in, uh, your contact information in case they might want to reach out to you. Yeah. You know, maybe Absolutely. You know, talk to you please. You can always send I have like I said, I do telehealth, so I do counseling all over the world. All over uh, all over the place. And uh, but you can always call me. I mean I, I work as a forensic psychologist so I'm actually in a facility working during the day. I'm also working with the agencies, lifeline through family services. So I do that work. I'm also in private practice. And I'm also a husband. Okay, and I'm a father. So people gotta consider that as well. Uh, and I your grandfather your grandfather as well too. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't. I don't have to take care of them every day. But my family, I have to. I have to download. I have to stop thinking. I have to give my family 100 percent of my time and 100 percent of me when I'm at home. But people are welcome to send me an email. My email address is rwalter at lifeline. C as in Charlie, F as in Frank, S as in Sam. Dot org. Okay, or they can instant message me through my Facebook. Or they can text me on my work on my agents on my uh, counseling number, uh, and I'm, I'm not. I can't promise you I'm gonna get back right back with you right now. I've had people texting me already, and predicting yesterday regarding substance abuse counseling or programs, and I tell them nobody's accepting clients right now. You just wow. accept that one. Uh, and then my my cell number is nine zero three eight seven five eighty thirty nine. They can text me on that information, and I'll be glad to respond when I have the time. Again, you know, I'm, I'm in private practice, so my first responsibility is to the clients that I serve and um, the agency which I serve and the children in the in the, the maximum security prison which I serve. And so that is, um, and I am not God that I serve, because I do, get, I worship every day. My first 15, 20 minutes, I go in my office, and I sit in a quiet room with music playing, with the lights off. And I meditate, and I think through, and I just I just center everything into my feelings and my where, where my body is. I, I, I take note of how I'm breathing, how I'm responding to things. Um, you know, that's what I do every day, and it works for me, and it probably will work for others who want to try it. Okay. Right. Well, Dr. Watson, I want to... Dr. Walters, I want to uh, just tell you thank you so much for um, being on um, this podcast. Um, I just want to say to those out in um, the listening audience that uh, we're going to get through this um, together. We just have to um, continue just to you know help, reach out and help each other. Um, like Pastor, like 
Dr. Ross, since he gave out his information, if you know, if you need somebody to talk to, reach out to him. Reach out to you know, uh, anybody that would that will listen to you. Just have to have that will have that listening ear, and so um, we just have to just just keep keep moving. You know, and yeah. um, listen to the listen to our leaders. You know, they're telling us to shelter in place. That's exactly what we need to do because the you know the the, the longer we can do this, the, the quicker we can do it. You know, hopefully um, we can go back to some sense of normalcy soon. You know, we don't know what soon looks like, but mm-hmm. soon. But I'm so, I'm going to also say that we want to pray for all these all those who've been impacted by this. Yes, all, all those the frontline people too. The frontline people, mm-hmm. the people that the nurses and the mm-hmm. doctors. And, um, right. you know, the, yeah, our first responders. Yeah, our first responders. Also to our, also to our, you know, essential employees, those, those store, right. store workers. You know, they've been, they've been working ever since it hit. You know, and so all those that are, are considered essential employees, we just want to uh, tell you thank you so much. Yeah, me as well, me as well, me as well. So. Yeah. Um, and those that like, like, and like, yes, Dr. Walker said, those that have been affected by this dreadful virus, mm-hmm. you know, when our hearts go out to you, we've been, you know, praying for the families that have been affected by it. But, um, I just, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna make it. Like, we are resilient. So, we're, we're gonna get through this, you know, sooner, sooner, sooner or later, we'll get through it. So, but I just want to say thank you again so much. Can a Girl Speaks podcast is recorded at Shred Shed Studio. Shred Shed Studio, where you get big city production at small town prices. Recording, mixing, mastering, guitar instruction, production, and songwriting. Find out more at ShredShedStudio.com or email your inquiries to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at ShredShedStudio.com the premier music studio in Corsicana, Texas.